welcome to the What's Mine Is Yours podcast. I'm the small boy, Josephina, <laughs> aka the smallest brother, Joe. Hey, I'm Jesse. And I'm Hope, and this is What's Mine Is Yours. Uh, as you can tell, we have guests, uh, Joe and Haley. Uh, they are to be married woo-hoo! next year in June. Uh, I want to know first, what is it like to date uh, in this modern age? Growing up, uh, dating people, whether it be seeing them over the weekend or seeing them, you know, during Sunday or whatever, and yeah. you go to youth group and you're like, oh, we're dating. Yeah. It's a lot different than now growing up and graduating school and meeting Haley because it's it's not like you see them and you're looking forward to one day, you look forward to the future and what mm. the future has and to come, yeah. you know. So it's not, it's not a... I would I wouldn't say it's not as exciting. It's exciting every day is a different adventure, but it's it's different than it's like jetty. waiting. You're not waiting. It's yeah. it's something that you instead of having to plan once a week because yeah. you're gonna see them on oh you're gonna see them on I Saturday. Best. This is this is youth group. <laughs> I gotta have my tight tights on. Maybe I can get big a boy hu- pants on. Get a side hug in. <laughs> With your Reliant K shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So instead of that, it's more of like a you got a plan. It's it's more serious yeah and i don't think i realized that when i was younger so mm. today's age it's different it's for you guys specifically for us yeah uh, it's and i'm not basing this off of like what y'all's age was like sure. your day because yours was different but like, I mean, i'm oh. saying what i grew up and how i reacted when i'm going to, to youth group i'm looking great yeah. because because <laughs> i'm gonna pull all the girls <laughs> but now i'm like I don't really care what people think about me. You know, yeah. that's just, this is, every day is adventure. Yeah. So. Adventure, and also, your your aim is to impress Haley. No, It's so much yeah. less stressful, though, Oh, isn't it's so it? great. Because you don't have to think about, oh, who's looking at me, who's looking at me, yeah. or, or what does this person think about me, and then, it's just, there's so much complexity, I think, too, growing up in going to youth group and going to outings where you're like, man, do they like me? And I really don't think that's something that every kid's like, when you're young, you don't wrap your mind around that. No. You don't understand that it doesn't matter what other people think of you because you don't think you're going to get one person that's going to like you. You want to impress everyone until one comes to you. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's I think, what's kind of like the younger stages, like what, 12, 11, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Youth group. Or even like into like I mean, 16, yeah. 17 when yeah. you're going and you don't really know where your life's direction is heading and your aim is to look your best, not be your best so that that person you want comes to you. Yes. What were your expectations when you started dating in general and specifically with Joe? Hmm. That's good. So like back in high school... <clears throat> You were going to a public school, yeah. so uh, yeah, your that's experience was school, very yeah. different than the boys. Yeah, yes, extremely <laughs> because you were interacting with people all ages. You know, from freshman mm-hmm. to high school or freshman to seniors, mm-hmm. and then you were also meeting people from other schools as well. Because like I cheered, so I would mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. other cheerleaders, other so always looking good. <laughs> Instead of just one day a week, like me, because I was homeschooled. It was literally like it was every day. Every five, five days, five days a week. I'm gonna look like this hot mess coming in this little town <laughs> because I'm going to cheer for them. <laughs> they better like my pom poms. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So you felt 
like you are expected to look a certain way constantly. Yeah, I feel like just being like a cheerleader growing up, you had that expectation. You had to wear makeup. You had to fix your hair. So that was like hmm. my expectation. I had to like always look, you know, always look good. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. not just for a boy, hyperthyroidly, but just for like your own. For Yourself. And for not getting made fun of, probably. Well, and right. I mean, and you, there's so much more judgment within school about everything that you are, right? Mm-hmm. How you do your life, how you look, how you live, and so that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of pressure. So then, when it came to expectations with like dating, hmm. I think people. I feel like a lot, like a lot of the people I dated in high school was like, "Oh, I'm gonna hair because she's a cheerleader," just because of the title. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, a lot of the people that my expectations, like, oh, I'm going to date someone, too, that's athletic. So, yeah. basketball players. Stereotypical play. yeah. relationship. Yeah, and it's just, once I got out of high school, it really hit me, like, they're, like the, how people really are once they, like, grow out of high school and you don't have the sports, you don't have that title. Um, and then when I met Joe, my expectations, like, I have I have a list, and it was, like, and I told myself, because I did, like, every person I'd talk to, I'd pray about, and... Hmm. If I told God, I was like, if this is not the person, shut the door in my face. And it would cool. like literally the next day, like the I wouldn't hear back from the person. <laughs> that door, like, they would go on the that they, door thing got shut. That door, <laughs> and like you get ghosted. Wow. Yeah, and like it did not hurt my feelings at all. Well, you knew I it was like a it. yeah, it was a God yeah. thing. It wasn't just you. So within that time period, I came up with a list of like my expectations, like cool. not from high school, like this. I was like, what you I want need. in your life? Yeah, and wow. I was like, I'm not looking for a boyfriend anymore. I'm looking for a, a man. Yeah. So my expectations changed huge, huge. Wow. And then when I met Joe, it was just like I knew him. Yeah. I, I think about it still, and I'm like, the night we met, I felt like I knew him. I met him before, way before then, hmm. and I. I he literally marked off every wow. checkbox on my list. I'm not. I'm not even joking. Do That's you cool. remember any of the things that were on your list? Sort of. Um, just because it was so many, and I, I <laughs> wish I had the list. list. I wish I had yeah, the list because I was like picky. I was being super <laughs> duper picky. So I'm like, I'm not wasting my time. I'm about to be in my twenties. Got a whole inspection you know. going on over here. Literally. So, so make that, sure this cab is correct. <laughs> <laughs> within that meeting, then. You might have just felt like you knew him so much because it's what you wanted. Yeah. And, and what you were praying for, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it happened out of nowhere. Yeah. I was living my best life. I was single. I was happy with it. I was focusing. I was focusing. In that period, in that time period, that was the most I've been, like, so focused on God, too. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Chasing God. Yeah. It's so, like, it happened out of nowhere, and I was just like. Hmm. I know. And I it just felt so yeah. comfortable. And you didn't feel like you, like. Had like I didn't feel like I had. I still prayed to God if He was the one, but mm-hmm. I didn't feel like you know like oh I, I, I can't even think of the word. But it was like I didn't feel scared to go right. take a chance. You know, yeah. it didn't feel like a chance. It felt <laughs> no. yeah. comfortable. That was what actually was kind of weird to me because like when I met her and like me coming out of nowhere basically yeah. and meeting her, it was like. It was weird how overly friendly. I was like, this girl is really friendly. She must, like, talk to every boy. But I don't think it was that. I think it was just her knowing that that's what she wanted. Yeah. You, so, felt, you felt But like for me, a- I, had a, I had a girlfriend at the time, and it was not the right situation and stuff. So it was uh, – it made it uh, me, like, think – hard and because when you're in a relationship you don't want to lose what you have but also yeah. if you're in pain then you don't really want to keep it either sure so it's kind of like a it was a toss-up for me i mean 
but it was also like I knew what I wanted. It's just hard to let go of something that you've known. When you do the same pattern over and over for days and days and days, you have the same feelings yeah. about that and you want that. It's comfortable. It's comfortable. You right. don't feel like you're going to lose it, even if it hurts. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, even if you get something from it and it hurts, it's still you want it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I think, what was hard for me. But even though that, like, for a while I wanted to get out of that, but, like, Haley made me be able to, like, actually see the, like, what I could have and what would make it better Hmm. and be able to, like, proceed on with my life instead of being stuck in, like, a a dark area. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not trying to make that sound like I'm like, oh, this person was horrible. I'm this terrible. Yeah. I was treated so wrong. (laughs) It it wasn't that way. It was just not where where I needed to be. Yeah. And also, it's also, there's there's a thing about, like, how Haley was talking about, like, what you expect from a person is you knew what you wanted. And you might not have written it down like, like Haley did, but you had expectations for a, a wife, yeah, too, yeah. that you'd want to live with forever, yeah. right? Yeah. We'd had many conversations about, yeah. you know, are you wanting to marry this type of person, like, or this type of person? Like, wh- who are you looking for uh, just to try to clarify like what you're you are gonna live with this person and forever. you have those expectations like what you want yeah and some of them are dramatic some yeah, of them are like fair. oh my gosh this girl's superhero <laughs> but no and then some are like you know like okay this is achievable like yeah. I want somebody that can cook good or I want somebody <laughs> I want somebody that will love me no matter well, what like that my was cooking. my I think that was my biggest expectation is like yeah. somebody that will love me actually we're talking about that in our book right now it's a uh, cool. hundred things to a hundred things to go say or do before you get married. Cool. And and it's about like expectations, what you expect of your partner and not really your partner and even yourself of what you, and then, so you do yourself wow. basically saying what do you expect to help, you know, yeah. with, so whether it be like providing money for the family or providing food or putting, you know, and I, and we talked about that last That's night really cool. was like, I, I am providing money. I am providing lights. I am providing a house that is covered and we're out of the rain and I'm, you know, food's covered and everything and yeah. she's just being able to take care of the family and hmm. and then also both of us lead, lead our family in a godly way. That's so good. What does that look like? Um, I think that another thing they actually talked about in that book was about like, who do you see as those godly leaders that you would could base yourself off of or what, cool. what, who you look up to. And I, we, we both said mom and dad. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's, they are great. Anyways. You can't really, I mean, I've told, I've heard, told her many times, like I've never, never heard them cuss, never heard them nothing. I mean, they're just they, they work things out. They work things out. It doesn't matter. I've and never heard them yell at each other. I've never heard nothing. Yeah. I need to say now for mom's <laughs> sake, it is because of God. Oh yeah. Yes. They serve God and Jesus that may, enables them to love like they do and it is evident. Yeah. yeah. Their love for God. And growing up I think we took that for granted. At least I did. Oh, oh for 100%. sure. And when I had no idea there was anything else. And when you're younger you do that stuff, but like now I'm like holy crap. How much of a I am a graceful loser. I will <laughs> never be like my dad. <laughs> Honestly, just like yeah, growing up with them being so generous and kind to us and patient and loving it is incredible to like be it's humbling especially when you actually go out into the world and you see other parents and you're like okay this is yeah this, this is okay i won't want other them people, my mom and dad <laughs> i have it very easy yeah and, and they also were like when you're younger like you said they would always be like you will understand when you're older yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. we now i'm like holy I crap it. i understand like, every, why well, you said this. everything they did was for and, our and, and then at the, there was a point where they're like you'll understand and i'm like i understand mom 
but I don't want to take it that way. <laughs> you know, like, but I think uh, Haley agreed on that, though. Like, yeah. she loves our, you know, the picture of our yeah. family or my parents and yeah. our parents. You know, they're incredible role models. And then also we said Grandma and Granddad Dishman because they're yeah. really good too. And even though they have hard times in life, they still, mm-hmm. you know, I've never seen them argue really much either. So well, the thing is, you're gonna have hard times no matter what. It's yeah. who you lean on. And and how times. yeah, and how yeah. you work it out. I yeah. mean, I think that's a big thing too. Well, it also shows that they're here this far through life and they have told us about some difficulties oh, in their yeah. past, right? Yeah. Mom they, and dad have been married 31 years. Yeah. And but even with those trials they've just grown closer. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the difference. Well, and I think that's a big thing for everyone. Life ain't easy. I mean, no. that's just the way it is. I mean, well, it's you can wake up, you can wake up any day and have your truck broke down and yeah. you're going to get mad, but you who you choose to take it out on. Mm. Is what I think is a big thing. Or not I even taking it out or being able to have self-control through Self-control. In, because you can't be like, oh, I have to take it out on someone. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anything that is not spiritually detrimental to your well-being in within a marriage should always be fought against with together. Together. Mm -hmm. You're fighting at the problem. The problem is not against each other, right? You're always. It it could be anything. It could be a chore. Because. Things are honestly when you live with dishes. each other for long enough, That's, it gets trialsome. So like we hate dishes. <laughs> I hate dishes too, but I do. But you do I don't dishes have, I don't, like every day. But we I don't have a dishwasher. Yeah, I do them gratefully. So it's extra hard because in my mind, I'm like, I've gotten to a point now where like this is what I do and this is how I can serve hope. And I think that's easier to do than saying, oh, it's my chore and it's my responsibility. Yeah. Like I'm serving hope by doing the dishes. I'm taking a burden off of her. Uh, but it is very much appreciated. I think yeah. that's yeah. That's uh, I think that's somebody. Like I think for me, it's like one of my love languages is yeah. not not service having somebody do something for me, but doing something without somebody knowing. And then oh, yeah. it's like self gratification, but also <laughs> somewhat their gratification yeah. of like thank you for doing them being that. pleased. But it's also like doing it perfect. Ah, yeah. So making something look good, because like, like when I used to detail cars, oh, I wanted yeah. I had to make it look perfect. You love, or I didn't get paid. You you went over and above. Every oh yeah, time. every time I made sure that car was clean, and, and that's and that's something. Even like then, I would get. That's why I loved doing that job, is because I would get gratification from them, but also myself knowing it's complete right. That's good. So I think that's a thing that you know. Acts of service. Yeah, that was okay, a big thing service. for you. Sure. So. Okay, so. We would like to receive a question now. Yeah, you are becoming Kellogg's plural. A Mrs. and Mister. It's expanding. Woo-hoo. We're gonna rule the world. So, mm. what do you want to know about being a Kellogg? Or being just married? In well, I'm a Kellogg already. Yeah, you're a Kellogg. Well, I was asking him. You okay? <laughs> not bad, not bad. I was looking at her. What's something that you two expect, maybe, with being a Kellogg? What do you have to look forward to? Because. We are not the easy... I mean, we're, not, we're easy to get along with, but we are definitely not your ordinary person. That's very true. Coming into the Kellogg family, you need to be prepared for <laughs> loud noises. All are day, every day. Board games. Stay? Board games. That's something I'm going to have to like, which I'm already getting... She things. loves the board games Kellogg, now. Like, it was yeah. growing up, we only played literally, I'm going to say it wrong, oh, not no. Monopoly. Mm-hmm. You said it right. Okay, I, used to say, I used to call it Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> that is adorable. So, Monopoly <laughs> and Facetune. That's the only two games I grew up playing. So, when I came, when I first came over and met y'all and started playing board games, I'm like, 
Holy moly. Yeah, I was not prepared <laughs> There's for that a few either. more games in Monopoly. Phase <laughs> <laughs> 10, yeah. I don't think yeah. I've played Monopoly as a Kellogg, and I've been here for five years. Oh my gosh, we all didn't do it. Um, so that's something. Just have so many but it's, it's not something I'm going to be like, I'm worried or nervous about, because I love board games. So yeah. yeah. I've been doing it for, what, a year and a half now? Mm-hmm. You've so. done good. You've picked up. <laughs> You've <laughs> enjoyed it. It's ever. some you don't like. And some you don't like. The thing about being a Kellogg girl is you don't have to win the game. You just have to be dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a wonderful goal. And if you play Azul, you'll never beat him. <laughs> that is so competitive. So it's so funny when we beat him. Yeah. But he's really good at it. I like it when games. mom gets into it. Into it, yeah. and then mom she and dad calls are like, you turnbucket. Yeah, turn, turn, <laughs> that's the worst word. That, and then, Wait, how does she say? It? How does she say it? Turnbucket. Turn yeah, but but okay, she, mainly when she says it to dad, oh, dad yeah. is like, oh honey, it's okay. No, she uses like the aunt Ab, like. Oh like, oh oh yes, aunt Ab. Yeah, oh yeah, yes, aunt Ab's. That's aunt Ab's language. That's the best. Sweet. Anyway, so with with being. In the Kellogg family, it was it's funny. Today, I was goofing around at my job site, and the client was there with us the whole time. And the client turns to me and he goes, "You know, you're a little crazy, aren't you?" And I yeah. said, "I said you don't even know the half of it." <laughs> but in the best kind of way. Yeah, he's like, "You're a good crazy." <laughs> and another thing about being a Kellogg is that everyone in the family has each other's backs. That's true. That's good. We're very supportive of yeah. each other, and if you're part of our family like even if you're not we take care of people yeah. but like we take care of our family and yeah if anything's going wrong or yeah. bad like we're there to support them a hundred percent no matter how bad it is really because there's been some struggles uh but mm-hmm. uh you know we're we're still there and even like like as our family grows and we get married and we have children like we and just life flies up, like it's just more and more love like yeah multiplied right there's a lot of joy within that it's weird yeah because like growing up like you it was like you expected certain things like gifts because it's your birthday yeah or you're waiting on that and you're waiting on oh it's christmas you're waiting on that yeah oh Oh, it's oh there's a party coming up yeah but now it's like what's next in life what is you're pushing more towards your future family instead of towards like just Gifts stuff for yourself. It's it's not That's yourself good. anymore. It's 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 you're looking more, at, and I think that helps with everything in life, whether mm. it be from you know having to help save for future or because mm. when you're younger you just blow your money on candy you you know Except you want to have fun. I sell pickles to my brothers and I make <laughs> bank. Well, when you're an entrepreneur, <laughs> that's a little different, but. <laughs> Yeah, I was kidding. But yeah, that's that's a. And I guess it's perspective then that changed. Yeah, and I think that's partially just growing up and being in the that's real world it. more. Although some people have stuck with that old pattern of just like, oh. what's next for me? Yes, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's okay to look forward to things, but being self-centered, it's very difficult to love in that mm-hmm. type of attitude. So, but I don't think I ever like actually understood like that until I was like 17, 18. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't understand that. Oh, there's more than just stuff for me. Yeah. I just need stuff for me. I need the best truck. I need the coolest dirt bike. Mm, I need the, you know, I need the most money. But how much more beneficial is it now? Right. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're witnessing it now and it is infinitely more fun to do life with others and and to benefit. And to do life, not worried about what other people think yeah. about you or what you oh. what you think about yourself that you have to complete yeah yeah 
self-image becomes self-image comes overbearing different. when you're younger yeah and then it just a weight lifted off when you're older because you're like it don't matter well it's really if you if you have a, a relationship with god it's what how does god see me yeah. how does he see he my how does he see my life and how my because everything else doesn't matter it doesn't yeah. no, when it really, you actually no find your opinion. identity in christ and yeah. feel secure in that because that's not going to change Exactly. His opinion of you is not going to actually change, ever. No. He loves you because he loves you as Christ, because he Christ mm-hmm. forgave us. Mm-hmm. Uh, all we have to do is serve him and glorify him. Like, that is our, our job here on earth. If we're doing that, we really can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a specific question about marriage and mm-hmm. how either to do it or how to... Uh, interact with family, how to, what kids looks like eventually. Like, On a day-to-day basis, what is like the most struggle you have with mm-hmm. like, maybe it be like not communicating mm-hmm. or maybe it be like not showing enough love and affection at the right yeah. time. So like maybe like a day-to-day basis of how do you satisfy each other daily, That's not good. just in love or whatever, but also in just a day-to-day basis of communication that's a wonderful question that's a great question (laughs) i think being open and honest about what you need from your partner is a really good place to start yeah like jesse knows that i am a quality time person and he is a physical touch person (laughs) so we need to (laughs) spend time together touching each other (laughs) and it's not always sexual but like that does happen (laughs) Yeah, but close proximity is what we like. And this can be had, I think, what is so important about the day-to-day. Day-to-day, you're going to be nourishing each other through encouraging texts, you know, whatever you guys like most. So if it's gifts, that's high on Haley's. Oh, yeah, she loves If she loves getting gifts. She don't care what she has in her bank account. She'll give a gift. (laughs) You like giving gifts. Mm -hmm. Do you like receiving gifts? Yeah. You do. Like okay, more. so it's like reciprocal. She likes to give more. more. She loves making it awesome. I mean, when she first you met, do. she oh, bought the gifts. Literally, from one of the first things I remember about Haley is she brought like this huge package Basket. from Hobby Lobby. <laughs> she like bought one of everything for the baby's room. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so sweet, and uh, it showed that her love for our family already. Uh, but for communicating on the daily basis and keeping that tight knit feeling. It is super important to make at least one day where you're having an undivided attention conversation. Yeah, no phones, A week. No it doesn't TV. have to be every day. It can be if that's what you guys need. But it's super important to like either – this is how we do it. We do two stay-at-home dates a, week, uh, a month and then one out in town and then one out of the city so that we are expecting time alone – to converse together and encourage each other and check in because yeah. it is very difficult to say, hey, how are you doing today? And then, oh, good, good, good. That's Baby's screaming in the sur- other yeah, room. Surface Dinner's level conversations. You need that undivided attention weekly, like literally weekly. If it needs to be more frequently, if something's very important in the moment, get that out right away. Yeah. Don't let things settle in your heart to where you contemplate them yourselves for hours and hours and hours because if you let that grow into, you know, anger, it can become more of a bigger mess than it needs to be when addressed properly and, and quickly. And also, one more thing, if you ever are going to conversation where you know it's going to be a hard one, pray before you do it and breathe deeply because you need a, a sound mind mm-hmm. when going to any type of 
you know, disclosure of... That may be something you don't agree on. Yeah, because... And you can always come to agreement at the end, but it might be hard yeah. at the moment. Now that you say that, when you're going into something you disagree on, try to see it from the other person's perspective first before you interpret anything. Because you'll always be able to easily see your perspective. Oh, yeah, it's so easy to do that. But what I've, what I've had... Hope you can testify to this. Anytime, like, there's a big thing... I'll walk away for a little bit sometimes. Mm -hmm. If it's really big, I'll walk away for a little bit. I'll come back and I will like, it'll be completely different because yeah. I'm able to see it. I really, I literally like force my mind to see it from her perspective, regardless of the situation. Like, and, and I'll sometimes I'll be like, I'll think about it. Like, man, I can't believe she, no, stop, stop. This is how she's seeing it. <laughs> I'm okay. And oh, no one's maybe this is why she's feeling this way. Yeah. And it helps me to actually address her as basically herself. Like, oh man, I really get why you're feeling this way. And I think the longer you're in your relationship, the more you're going to understand your partner's mm. childhood and the way they were raised. The perspective. Right. Where they're at. Because my family looks a lot different than yours does. Yeah. And that has shaped the way I think and act and respond to certain situations. True. Yeah. Because our minds are wired based on our memories. So... Um, Everybody was grown up different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone and, wants something different. Everyone expects something different. And I think being able to lean on your partner as mm. a point of support mm -hmm. when you are having those difficult moments with other family members is super important. Yeah. Like this Thanksgiving, we were over <laughs> with my family and I needed Jesse to like remind me of who I am and the choices we made as a family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we went into, after we had that conversation, we went into that evening and we talked to two family members we hardly talked to at all for over an hour. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, wow, this is so different. But it's big, big portion of it is perspective when you're going to conversations. Uh, and then there's a small portion that's just self-control. <laughs> but yeah. it's big enough. Uh, is that helpful? Did that kind of answer? Yeah. Okay. I think that did. I think that was, I mean... I think talk, I obviously like talking it out and being able to like, like I like what you said about like other, looking in somebody else's perspective because yeah. well, you can look at yourself all the time and be mm. like, I want my thing this way. I want yeah. it this way. It's so easy to do. But <laughs> the other person's going to sit there every time if you say it your way and say, no, you don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you to look at it this way too mm. because it's not only your way. That's true. I mean, that's I've, what, I've I had that happen multiple times. One of the biggest problems with people having arguments mm -hmm. is they're not willing to see it from the other side. And they're not willing, yeah, they're not willing to give up what they have. And sometimes it's both ways. It and is. there's even problems. Oh, there both has sides. to be give and take. And that can be a problem too, because it's like, okay, I'm trying to look at your side, but you're not trying to look at my side. <laughs> yeah. and, but then also you got to realize that at that point, then you can't do nothing about it, and you got to be content. I think that's where I'd be. In in that point, when when there is a point where there is no like give back when you're giving a lot like that using grace in that moment will eventually lead the person that loves you right to eventually say sorry and, and seek forgiveness because that that form that that communication you give in with grace is transformative like mm -hmm. you cannot deny someone who is being extremely graceful and just laying themselves down at your feet you're like yeah. This is me. This is my perspective. And, I appreciate seeing yeah. it from your view. This is. I think. Yeah, I think Haley has done well with that, and she won't say it. But I think, like, <laughs> she's like this morning, even like 
we have our dog inside now. And his <laughs> name, Boone. And he loves... He is such a good dog. Oh, he is a good but dog. But... He's a big dog. What happened last night was I forgot to take him out before we went to bed. Oh, no. So he woke up, and I get this text when I'm at work, and he said, he, babe says, babe, he peed in the kennel. And so I Boone, know. I said Boone made another mess. Oh, Boone made another mess. <laughs> you knew exactly what he did. I knew exactly what he did. And 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 I, I, in that moment, I was like, Oh no, she's so mad. I tried to train this <laughs> no, dog to go out in the yard. Bless your heart. And he does good. He does really good. But it was my fault. And I said, and she didn't get too mad. She didn't get too upset. She was just like, From now on, keep him outside. He can have the heat lamp. And I was like, Okay. I was like, I understand. I understand why you're frustrated. But in that moment, in, that in was, the moment. That was in the moment, too, because I was mad. So in the like, moment. I said, he's outside for now. And I said, yeah. we have a heat lamp for a reason. We have a heat lamp for a reason. <laughs> and in that moment, I was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, okay. I don't give a crap. <laughs> okay. I love this dog, and I'm trying to put every bit of my effort into this dog, but okay. Yeah. And, 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 then, and then afterwards, I was like, okay. That was really useless with what I said. Like, yeah. this is not helping. Said, and she's like... Question mark? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't say that, but I, you know, like, I, I you can say sorry. I, I, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, but she understood afterwards because we conversated and talked. Yeah. Um, the only time I was mad was when I sent it and was like, hey, I like, Boo made another mess. And then while the only thing I took out on Joe was like, I was like, he's going outside for this. No, no. And then we have a heat lamp. And then I walked away for and a she, few minutes. I bri- and I bri- she knows like, that makes me, like, I'm not feel upset. Bad. But it yeah. makes me feel bad because, like, I tried my best to make him a good dog. Yeah. And I didn't, and I, I don't think tried my best. I, I, did, I did what I could yeah. with the time I had. Now that I'm working so much, it, it's just, it's harder to, to spend time with him. Yeah. So she realizes that. But yeah. she was great. But also she realizes the dog. Mm-hmm. And the dog great. has to pee dog pees. Yeah. yeah. So it's just. Something. I, Anyways. Something I thought of. Yeah. And that's good. I think you guys summarized that really well and, and, and have gotten on this side of it and shows that you guys are good at communicating. It's okay to do that in the moment. Sometimes we just say things, right? Mm-hmm. But that's something to know about the walk away part. Walking away through text is very easy. You don't have to respond right away. Mm-hmm. Waiting and calming your heart before you send things. And also, something else I, I thought of while you guys were talking is when you walk away in person... Make sure you tell your partner what you're doing. Yeah. Don't walk away, stomp away, because that's not helping no one, and it's going to make them mad. Walk away and say, Hey, I'm feeling very emotional about this. Let me take a moment to calm down. I'm going to respond with emotion. I want to respond with love. Yeah. And that works with your children, too. Yeah. Because there will be times where you're feeling overstimulated or angry and your kid's just like, blah, and you need to step away before you can so I got correct question. the situation. How, I know like y'all were not, well, I, because I, I kind of lived here whenever yeah. y'all had first been, and, and how did you deal with the late nights? Mm. What, what, because, especially because Jesse works his mm. butt off every sure day, and he, yeah. and he, in every morning he gets up anyways. Yes. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's a little easier for him because he works for himself, so he doesn't have to be at work. But like this, for me, and what my future is, and when I have a family, I want to know how I can get how through the night and still get through the day. Because it's going <laughs> to suck. I question. know it's going to suck. Do you want me to answer that one first? I, I, I th- and I think... Tell, tell your perspective of how it worked for you and what you can do or maybe what you would have done better now that you're on this side of it. And what a, you will yeah. do better on the next one. Yeah. <laughs> well... Having my mom here when we first had Elizabeth, 
we had extra hands. So if she needed something that wasn't boob juice, like <laughs> they could take care of it. So I could get rest or take a shower and just yeah. like breathe and reset. Mm-hmm. But Jesse was so you, good about taking her and like changing her diaper and giving me what he could to help. But those first three months are insane. Okay, it's hard. And I think and, th- and I've heard some things like also like at the hospital even yeah. like people like I've heard stories of people like all looking at the baby mm-hmm. instead of looking at the mother. Yeah. Yes. And that makes it hard on the mother. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I've seen that even. That's so, a whole different conversation. I know, I know. I, I will, guess starting I at there, the hospital, but, but starting at the hospital, when you get home, how hard is that yeah. for the first day? I know you stayed up late that night because we well, talked something you don't that, sleep. You don't. Well, I didn't sleep because well, it was great. so magical. That day when <laughs> I was amazing. at the hospital, dude. I slept like, as much as I could. Well, Hope was exhausted. She hadn't eaten for like I mean, 12 hours almost. Well, that's terrible. It was, yeah. like, it was like 10 hours. And then, like, going through labor, your body's basically doing a marathon. Yeah, and then you lose tons of blood. So, like, it's you a lot. Run out. It's, it's like, a lot. Yeah, it's like running. I think to show support throughout that is pivotal, for sure. Oh. When you get home and being a father and yeah, also working, this is the difficult part. If you can manage it, if your work allows you, try to take a parental leave mm-hmm. for at least three two weeks. Yeah. I lived, like, three or four but I think I took two actually, and then we went down and did that North Carolina yeah. job. But how it looks like for me. Well, we'll go ahead. Um, I was talking to Madison about this today, actually, yeah. and she said, like, the first two weeks aren't as consequential to have the support as a mom, mm-hmm. as, like, that 8 to 12 week mark where your hormones start shifting and you uh, can yeah. get postpartum depression or anxiety. Mm-hmm. So having your husband be a emotional support more than a mm-hmm. physical support. Yeah. So it's needed during the first weeks, but also very pivotal in 12 weeks. I'm going to do my spiel. I'll tell you how it was, I'll tell you how I handle it, and I'll tell you what to watch for, and then I'll tell you how I should do it next time, maybe. <laughs> so this is how it was. I was getting at, at the most four hours of sleep a night mm-hmm. for the first two months, about. Yeah. It's doable. Right. It's, it's, I'll it's tell you, fun. there was a study done on military. Yeah, soldiers. They took a test, right? They scored a test on, on eight hours of sleep. Then they scored a test on six hours of sleep, or no, five hours of sleep for about a month. And they scored a test at the end of that five hours of sleep a day. They scored like literally over 60% worse. Mm-hmm. So your brain power is gone. Is, is gone. It really is. And I'll tell you, the, the most noticeable things about your brain power being gone is you have almost no self-control. Mm-hmm. You will react extremely quickly, even to people that you love like a little baby. So knowing that, and it doesn't matter, I don't care who you are, self-control is very difficult when you're being a young father or mother uh, and your baby's screaming at your face at 3 o'clock in the morning when you didn't get any sleep. But it, but at, in that moment, you need, you don't. You feel like you you don't like you don't know what you can't control your emotions. Yeah. So you're like, oh yeah, oh, basically yeah. is what you're thinking. Well, your, but, but your mind is screaming that, but right? You can't do that. Right. What I would that's so, not right. What it, reacting in the moment it it will happen, and you have to be forgiving of yourself sometimes. Yeah. But know like if you are feeling like your brain's starting to explode and that baby's screaming at you, if your spouse is available. And hand, hand them off. off. Yes. If, hot potato, if, hot if it's not, if your spouse is not available, put that baby down in a safe space and walk away. Like you have to be. You could. 
it, it, it's, it's really wild what your mind does to you when yeah. you're in. So you need to be willing to walk away and think, allow your sign distance. I'm not going to relate this to like a dog, but like Boone growing up was that way sometimes. Because, I mean, he's, it's not the same. No. But he would make me mad. Yeah. And I would relax. He doesn't keep you up all night. All night. He doesn't keep you up. But he did. I mean, he did Yeah, sometimes. he did. He did for a while. I remember and, that. and it made me so mad. And I'd get up and I'd yell at him. I'd be like, Boone, you boo. Shut up. You can't do that with a baby. Obviously. Also, I, and you don't ex- yeah, and expect it, a baby to wake up every hour and a half. I said alarm. You will. No, your baby will be the alarm. The Beep part boop. of getting little sleep is not that bad. It is not ever getting REM sleep. So you actually will never feel rested. Mm-hmm. Your brain will be on low power mode. So you'll fall asleep. Have you, you ever stayed up until like, yeah. 6 a.m. in the morning? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know how you feel? Like you feel like you're about to die. Your brain's like dehydrated and dead. And then That's you're like, you oh, wait, I have a whole day ahead of me. For weeks, and you have to work through it. Mm-hmm. It is for a period. Yeah. So and for you can do it. So for y'all, in that stance, what could you have done what, better? What would I do better? What would you have done that maybe would be taking better turns? <laughs> or it's That's, hard it's to different take in the beginning. turns when you're breastfeeding because... Yeah. Like, he can't breastfeed. Exactly. <laughs> so well, I had to get up either way. Share yeah. boobs or something. What was beneficial, though, is we did the system throughout the night where she'd get up and she'd pump mm-hmm. at, at one point. And I could take the, basically the next shift when she needed to eat. Mm-hmm. So I'd get up after right. she'd pump. Because yeah. I was producing extra, basically. Extra. So she had like a... Teeny, tiny, tiny. She got a little bit of a backup. And so some nights she'd sleep through most of the night. And I'd feed the baby throughout the whole night. Mm-hmm. And those those are difficult. I remember actually I'd stay up multiple nights just like on the computer with you guys to stay sane. And every hour and a half I'd stop. I'd go over to the room. I'd feed her. And then, or actually she would be right that here. Help, I remember help. you were. I think that does help. Because like, that's what I always thought. Entertaining like, your it's mind. It's not easy because I've seen how you did it. And I've seen how you know, y'all did it. And I was like. It's not just simple in the way of it, the baby sleeps through the night, you know. Oh, no, There's a lot more care. And I thought in my head, like, you know, like, I don't want Haley to have to deal with it. Yeah. I don't want me to have to deal with it, but I want to be able to do it together. I think it would be more, it would be very different depending on what occupations you guys have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you will have to figure that portion out probably together and what works best for you guys. Because you do want to be able to get some sleep. Mm-hmm. You can't just stay awake the whole night. And whether it be having family to help. Because there's you always can. family to help. Oh, yeah. And even, like, we, she talked. She was like, I don't know if I want anyone over the first week. I want to spend time with the baby. That's okay. I said, okay. I understood, I understood that. But I also told her, I said, they do help a lot. You know, like, it's, it's, this is, I will like, tell you. She wants to spend time with the family. Yeah. I understand mm-hmm. that. You're not going to want people around all in, in your you. personal yeah. space yeah that's no. what i mean and i understand i want to have that first week or like a couple days after birth to have that connection with mm-hmm. me joe and the baby having a baby to re- to take care of that is yours completely your responsibility the life of this baby is in your hands mm-hmm. it's you it is you it is it is not overwhelming it's incredible it's yeah. this feeling of like I have to do this. Oh my gosh, I have to take care of this child. I have to provide food. No if matter I don't, what. Food. If I don't, no one else will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's and also very exciting. It's like, super exciting. Hey, I have this tiny human. It's for, so cool. But it was, and it's not only exciting for you all, it's yeah. exciting for me and Haley. Because yeah. like, even though it's your child, 
we love it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We oh, love coming over and her having a smile on her face. So good. And her saying, doo, doo. that's <laughs> probably <laughs> the best thing ever. <laughs> when she when <laughs> I came <laughs> in tonight and she said, What's Juju or whatever? She said, <laughs> yeah. And Haley pointed, I was like, This made my night. Yeah. So I mean it's not only a thing for y'all, it's for everyone. And that's and that's what I think is the biggest thing with my family. Spread Share our that. family to everyone else. Yeah. So it's And your family does take priority, mm-hmm. but it, it can be benefited. Your family can be benefited by spending time with family. Yeah. Like Grammy and Pappy, oh. they are such a good influence on her. They yeah. take oh, yeah. care of her so well. Oh, they love her. So like, and she loves them. Oh yeah. She, she loves. Pappy. Loves every every. This picture came up <laughs> of Pappy with with Beans. Elizabeth on her shoulders, yeah. and she went, "Baboom!" <laughs> she loves her grandparents. So like, mm-hmm. that is something that you will. Be very thankful for that you have great grandparents. And also, it's a, I think it's to do with like the spending time thing too. She doesn't realize everything right now. No. But she also realizes that oh, this person's spending time with me, yeah. so right. I want to be best friends with you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and that the and then, opposite's also true. If she's not spending time with certain family members, she is very leery of going yeah. to grandma and granddad for. Yeah. She didn't want to go up to granddad. That's okay. She eventually did. Good. Scared. She went. Oh, up did and she high five? Oh, okay, okay. And uh, she gave him a kiss, which is actually. okay. But also, like something. Since we're talking about kids, you're gonna incur- encounter a family member that mm-hmm. wants your kid to do something specific for them. For them, not it's for not the kid. about the family member or the kid. Or it's about the well being of the kid, and your your discipline and your guidance for that kid should be prioritized. It's not anyone else's choice. A family member wanted. The our child to like come up and give them a hug. Elizabeth did not want that. She even said no, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, be be okay with allowing your child to be comfortable with, with not doing or not what she wants. She doesn't want to do it. Yeah, right. Let her or him advocate for themselves. Yeah, when they are able to, and and some kids don't for them. And there's an age to right that you don't. Like when it's a baby, it's not gonna say no. They're gonna yeah. be held by anyone. It's gonna held by anyone. But also, like when they do get to the age, like Elizabeth, like she knows what she wants. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's surprising. Like, I didn't expect her to be that way. Me not I mean, yet. But Bean is like she shows her emotions when she She's wants She's a something. whole person. She knows what she wants. She will basically <laughs> yeah. have a conversation with you. Yeah. And then tell you no when she's done. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a good thing. I think that's, that's great. I think that's good for her future. Even when she yeah. grows up, she'll be like, I don't want to do yeah. this. She's going to okay. be a full adult that can talk one day, and she's going to be able to say no to someone. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. Uh, because, like, you right now, you wouldn't have a, com- a stranger come up to you and say, hey, can I have a hug? You wouldn't give that stranger a dang hug, would you? Well, if I need unless one. you meet him at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> if some guy had, like, no, a, a butter knife in their hand, no. and they walked yeah. up and you said, hey, give me a hug, well, that would be terrifying. Yeah, that's scary. So same with babies. <laughs> and, and I think it's for her, it, it might not be that that scary, but somebody that might look different. Yeah. Spooky. Just unknowns Unknown for people. babies. Like they, are, they love familiar. There's a vast difference between like planning for a child and planning for a wedding. A wedding's just one day. Yeah. A child's 18 years. Huh. I'll tell you. A child. You think marriage or being in a relationship makes you more selfless? It does. Having a child makes you makes selfless. You, <laughs> you have to not care about yourself. Literally, yes. Like, you, you cannot. So you you're are, holding the child like this out of water. It's Simba. And you're yeah. walking underwater going, blah, 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 You're Simba. Dying, basically. Yeah. 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 yeah your, your life, Simba. your livelihood is 
not a priority anymore. I mean, rapid it fire. But like, it's beautiful. I don't want to say all this saying like, oh, it's it sucks or anything like that. It's beautiful and it is so beneficial. Even in those times where you're like dead, looking at that baby just just in your arms, just looking up at you. And they won't look at you in the eyes for a while though. Know that. But just, it's so... Oh, and those like sleepy newborn cuddles. And being don't do that. Like, it's just anyone. No. So that's special. Oh, yeah. You know, that's special. That's... Something I look forward to. It is wonderful. It is an experience I wish everyone could have. Really. Really. I not do. everyone can. No. And not everyone, and everyone wants, wants to. to. And not everyone should. No. It's a good point. <laughs> not everyone should. What's something to expect, like, as soon as you get married? Like, um, that we might not be expecting right now. Yeah. The name changing process is, is a lot more <laughs> intensive and, like, time consuming than I was anticipating. Really? Yeah. Because I had to get like four like different everything. Yeah. You have to have four different like identifications yeah. for yourself. And That's... you have to change your license. And your social. Well, no. yeah. You, you do. Yeah, because yeah, we talked about this because it's over behind the hospital. You're like, That's where I'm going when I get your last name. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to, if you have a um, passport, you have to get a new bank. Yeah. Depending I'm... on how you do your money, bank accounts change. Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. How, um, what's the process of like joining it together? Do you just like literally go to the bank and be like, hey, we're married? Merging it. Do they just, uh, if, if it's you're the same already, bank yeah, if you're already at the same bank. And we're at the same bank. Okay. Yes. Uh, we appreciate you guys being willing to talk with us and learn more and also teach us more about what it's like to, to date in your guys' age. And thank you for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you guys for being willing to listen and, uh, converse with us. So. If there's any listeners with questions, you can email us at what's mine is yours pod. You can DM us at what we me pod or W M I Y underscore pod at Instagram mm-hmm. or Twitter. And I also don't think we're using Facebook. Twitter anymore. We're not using, well, pff, not heck no. <laughs> uh, but you can get in us in it probably easiest way to get in contact with us through our email. So yes. do that. And please shoot us a question, even how silly even silly questions we like silly questions so and if our patreon is available <gasps> we'd love to have you join us yes we're recipes gonna be... extra content oh yeah more experiences we're gonna be filling that patreon so full it'll be stupid not to to purchase a subscription to it so it's good stuff all right Thanks until next time Bye, see y'all. it's good stuff